three strong men from the East rise from the ashes of censorship and cancel culture. Getting to the bottom of that just got a whole lot weirder. I looked at you and said, repeat that. You said I've got to get to the bottom of that. We have liftoff. Check out what's coming up on today's episode. Unless you're dumb. So yes, you can, so scientists, this caused a lot But that's under the assumption that the fossil that they found was uh, a dinosaur. Correct. So that's that's under the assumption that that fossil they found was a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, how do you know that? Because it was was a part of a triceratops uh, horn, uh, which they uncovered the entire triceratops face and horn. Oh, they did? No, stop What if it was like a rhino? I don't believe any of that, man. <laughs> None of that. See? Triceratops? Bro. You're trying to fit it in your own paradigm, bro. <laughs> bro. Bro, you just, just no, Wait a minute. You just talked about the earth opening up and going into the middle of your and you're saying that mine is whack? No wait a minute, way. wait a minute, wait a minute. No, let me let's think about it logically. Did, did, so you're saying up? is this is this on the documentary? It's on the documentary. The Triceratops? Okay, yeah, I gotta go find I gotta watch this. Dice Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now here's your host for let's get to the bottom of that. Three weirdos on a mic. Mm, yeah. Three weirdos on a mic now. Let's get to the bottom of that. Jason Joey, Byron is fat. Yeah. Woo. Welcome into another edition of Let's Get to the Bottom of That. I'm your host, Byron Dice. In studio, I have Jason and Joey. Hello. Hello. Yo. <clears throat> we are making up the three weirdos on a mic. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Um, it's been a crazy week, um, but we're here for it. Um, I'd like to start out the show. By the way, this is episode 53. Today, we're going to talk about evolution versus creation. Which one do you believe in and which one is true? That's a good one. Um, from our Facebook page, out of Rachel Perry. Rachel Perry. Give us a comment. She said, I'd like to apply for a job on your show. You're hired. My title yeah. would be pronunciation, pronunciation, oh, sorry, pronunciation assistant. This we could work her. in one of two ways. You could go ahead and pronounce the word. I would could whisper the correct pronunciation in your ear or... You could point to the word or whatever you're reading from before saying it. And I could quietly say it to you before you pronounce it correctly. Love you guys. You're hired. I think we would still pronounce it wrong. Probably. We'd be like, yeah. wait, what? But at least we'd have somebody on staff that's trying to help us. Yeah. yeah. Make a difference. It'd be a little bit more. We can pay you in candy or oh, water, free yeah. water bottles. Yeah. Free water. Yeah. yeah, yeah water. Maybe yeah. an drink once or twice. I don't know. That's not that's too much. much. That's okay. too much. I don't want to promise. Well, uh, welcome back, <laughs> can't guys. Can't make promises. I can't keep. <laughs> you can't. Uh, no. You can't make any promises. Hey, things, inflation. Things are expensive these days. I don't know how I'm going to. Yeah, feel. thanks, thanks, Biden. Yeah, exactly. You don't know how you're going to feel about what. I don't know how. I'm. I'm, I'm one of those guys that'll. I'll like say something. And, uh, I'm gonna, and uh, um, uh, <laughs> hang on um, one second. That's his favorite soundbite. It is. Hey. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Look, okay, that I'll, uh, sorry, we had enough of that last week. Sorry. 
I'll make, I'm one of those guys. I'll make a promise when I like I'm feeling good about something. Yeah. And then like when it gets down to it, I'm tired. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. why did I do that? So that you regret was... the promise made. Oh yeah. Oh, gotcha. But you know, I'm a man of my word. Yeah. So I am too. So then, um, I will either if I know somebody that's sick, I'd be like, man, you're sick. Great. Yeah. Can I get sick? And then I get sick, and then I happen to be sick. I oh didn't lie. Yeah. I'm just sick now. You're just going out in the streets drinking after people with tuberculosis because yeah, wow. you don't want to do that thing that bad. <laughs> just licking the handrail. I get that, man. That's why I got COVID. I was like, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> I'm a little sleepy. I hope I get it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Or am I, I? I don't know. I think there's a little truth to every joke. Oh, well, sure. No, I don't think so. I think so. That's no. why it's funny. That's what makes it funny. Yeah. I mean, some some jokes, like, I mean, not I mean, all jokes. Knock, knock jokes, I don't know. Let's look at the well, let's no look at the those. master George Carlin. Okay, everything he's what? Who is that? Oh gosh, please y'all go down the I know George Carlin. George, but everything he said was true and it was hilarious. Is he a country singer? No, he's no, a comedian. are you serious? Are you being serious? I know. I don't know who that is, dude. No, it was he's a comedian. He's I don't comedian. watch comedians. He was uh, seventy. You just mentioned com- comedy. I am a comedian, but I don't watch. Comedians. I don't watch. I don't want to. Who steal. is this guy? <laughs> I don't, don't want to comedian. Steal who is this guy, stuff, man? Some comedian. Some jokester, dude. All right. I'm a jokester. We're all kind of jokesters in our own way. Mm-hmm. I always try to make a joke, make everything light. My life is one big comedy. Name that yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. The Joker. It's in the Joker. Wow. <sighs> well, right, let's get started, guys. Today we have, um, I'm not sure where anybody of our listeners, any anybody? So you already need your help, Rachel. Somebody. I'm not sure where our listeners will land on this subject. Uh, but if you've listened to this show, at any length of time, at any moment, at any moment, you would know that we are all three born again Christians. Yeah, yeah. Bible believing, tongue talking, Bible thumping. Well, I'm not a Bible weed thumper. smoking. <laughs> oh wait, I didn't. No. You don't want to thump people. DMT yeah. taking. Oh, s- child of God. There you child go. Okay. Um. So Adrenal we, of course, denying. are going to come at this topic from the perspective creation now i know joey uh believes in evolution hardcore yeah uh <laughs> that's why yes, that's that's the hill I'll but we're gonna on. be we're gonna be talking right so if we, already already i'm biased yeah because, so if we sound a little biased it's because we are because well yeah because we already know the truth yeah well i uh I'm gonna try my darndest not to be biased. Okay, to not be biased. I like that. That's but that, I, I so that's love, Joey's job during this podcast. I do love being the devil's advocate. Absolutely. Let's do that. And uh, a lot of my notes have uh, really really good questions for both. So we'll see what happens, man. Okay, let's, here we go, Joey. Let's start. God's real. Change my mind. <laughs> God's real. Change my mind. <laughs> let's start. Let's start really quick with some definitions. Collins.com says evolution is a process of gradual change that takes place over many generations during which species of animals, plants, and insects slowly change some of their physical characteristics. Collins.com. Also got another one from Britannica.com. Maybe you've heard of Britannica. They used to have an encyclopedia set. My grandparents had one. They were huge, Um, but they sold them. Uh, no, I think they gave them away. That's neither here nor there. Evolution theory in biology postulating that the various types of plants, animals, and other living things on Earth have their origin in other pre-existing types and that the distinguishable differences are due to modifications in successive generations. 
the theory of evolution is one of the fundamental keystones in of modern biology theory. Yeah. That's from Britannica. Okay, maybe you heard, if you're out there, one of our listeners, have heard of this. Uh, does this sound familiar? Earth is millions of years old. Adam was not a real person. Humans evolved from ape-like ancestors. Genesis doesn't matter. It's just the New Testament. Sure. If you believe in creation, you don't believe in science. Right. I believe in science. Yeah. Do y'all? Okay. So, from where we're coming from, creation is the belief in God's holy word that the world that, as we know, was created in six days. When we accept God's word as it is written, we have a surefire starting point for reasoning about the world, including its difficult questions. Now, if you believe in evolution, that this is where you have to come from, and you have to deal with this on, on your level. You have to believe in the scientific impossibility that nothing created something. Right. You have to, if that's what you want to do, you have to come, you have to come to those grips right there. So, yeah, so you still have to make a leap of faith and believe in, in a... What okay? For example, Richard Dawkins says, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, it, for a grown person to believe in uh, creation, it's 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 a leap of faith, and also it's believing in a fairy tale." Okay, right. But you also have to make the same leap, <laughs> believing that something came from nothing. Right. I mean, because consciously you don't. That doesn't make sense. Well, it's scientifically logically impossible. that yeah <laughs> that logically scientifically impossible something from nothing. So you still have to make that same leap it's just where do you want to make it you know what i mean yeah yeah so the theory of evolution here's what they claim that all the amazing complexity that we see through creation comes about through undirected process by means of random mutation Mm -hmm. natural selection so supposedly if a mutation which is basically a copying error so it made an error in copying stuff it occurs in the genes and it happens to give the creature some benefit then this benefit is passed on to its offspring through the process of natural selection. And if this is truly possible, we shouldn't have any problem in seeing plenty of evidence of this taking place right. today. And that's the macro version of evolution, correct? So yes. uh, that right there, I believe in evolution, not evolution. <laughs> evolution in the church. We need yeah. ev- North Carolina we need, evolution. What's her name? What's her I name? I can't even talk. Yeah, Rachel Perry. We need Rachel Perry. <laughs> Sit on the show. All right, dude. We, we got to get some Skittles in here to pay this woman. <laughs> get some get some freeze-dried candy. Anyway, uh, you, can, you can definitely see um, basically proof for a, a sort of evolution. Sure, absolutely. Um, okay. So you can you can see I mean I mean Darwin did it, right? Darwin sat on an island. He saw the beaks of the birds changing, and he created this whole theory of evolution based off what he saw. Sure, right? So that is that is tangible evidence that species will change to the environments that they're in, and um, you know whether whether that's a copying error or, or something like that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's like there is proof <coughs> to that. Like someone. One of my teachers in school explained it to me like this. Like, if you, what are you doing, bro? You're throwing stuff. <laughs> throwing stuff. Throwing stuff, man. 
I'm chilling, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're, I saw that last time, too. Your shoes are off. I'm like, you, this guy's comfortable. I listen. Yeah, will you rub my feet? I'm, le- under there? I'm leaning back. I'm talking about some evolution right now. <laughs> all right, all so right. anyway, the, uh, she explained it to me like this, dude. If you live in, let's say we live in a swamp. Okay. Right? And you live in a swamp, <clears throat> and I've got normal human feet. Okay? Me walking through a swamp is going to significantly slow me down. It's going to prevent me from escaping danger Blah de blah de Now let's say I have an offspring where, for whatever reason, he's born with peg legs, mm-hmm. and he's more efficiently able to uh, move through the swamp area. Yep. He's more efficiently <clears throat> able to get through there. He has kids; they have um, peg legs. This is a terrible example. No, no, that's a good. That's a perfect example because I'm going to pick. You I back already on got this. your argument. I already got your argument for this when you're done. Okay, well that's my argument. Oh, that person's going to survive more than me. I'm going to get <clears> caught <throat> by an alligator. My rim, limbs are going to be ripped <laughs> off. The death row. I'm going to be drowned, slaughtered, dead. And everyone who <clears throat> has feet like me is going to die in that way because we can't simply survive in that environment. All right, but next. Okay, what what you're describing is adaptation, yeah. adaptation. not evolution. Right. So talking about the bird's beaks no, that, and, all, adaptation, and all that. Adaptation. Hold on. Go, 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 go. Talking about the bird's beak and the foot swamp and the feet. Yeah, that it may be adaptation, but you didn't evolve into a different species. Exactly, you stayed the same right. kind. A bird didn't change into a cat. So yeah, that's the cat difference. Cat didn't between, change into a dog. Yeah, and that's the difference between the micro and the macro evolution right. concept. So macros, you're not jumping from species to species. You're not turning into a fish. You're not turning into uh, some kind of bird or some kind of halfzy. <laughs> right. right? Right. There's adaptations. Micro you, micro evolution is adaptations. Hey, you know what? Um, this yeah, this of, cold environment, right. he had to, something had to happen so they could survive. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get that. I mean, it happens. I mean, I was watching one YouTube um, channel. I think it was Joe Rogan. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Um, Joe Rogan. But they were wa- they were watching. I was watching um, this scientist or this gentleman that, that goes out into the jungle with these these tribes, and their feet were their toes were spread apart. Further, yeah, okay, yeah, tremendously. So they, swamp feet. Yeah, that was that Jones. was the, that was that was the concept. So the reason why their toes were spread out so far apart is because they could latch on to the mud, the sinking sun, the sinking dirt, easier and walk more efficient without having to burn all those calories. Because if we did it on our little dainty feet, we would burn more calories. We exhausted and we wouldn't have to, we wouldn't be able to travel far. That's why we have those small adapt- adaptations for survivability. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. There you have it. He just referenced Bilbo. I did. Bilbo. Oh, wait, that's you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I he, got y'all crossed. He doesn't know. You're Star the Wars and you're Lord of the... Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Still wrong. What? What's going on here? You said you I've, pointed to I've, him I've, for Star I've, Wars. I, I, I know. You know, you're Star Wars. Yeah, I'm you're Star Lord Wars. of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and y'all haven't crossed the streams yet. But anyway, yes. Anyway, so yes, Bilbo Baggins. Micro, macro evolution. I think you have it in your well, notes. Well, let's talk about that. At first, it's important, and this is kind of what you're talking about. It's Species do change over time by that adaptation. Yeah. Let's take a dog, for instance. They, they have a, a tiny chihuahua to a huge Great Dane. So there, there's a small-scale variation within a kind. They're sometimes called microevolution. But note, nothing new comes into being or evolves in microevolution. These dogs have incredible differences, but they're still dogs. Yeah. They, they're, it, there are tremendous variations among humans. Think about, you have features from Asian to Africa to Aboriginal to Caucasian. And I did note this. 
This is weird. I'm a Caucasian, and I have there's Asian. I never recognize this. There's Asian in the uh, in the word Caucasian. Mm-hmm. So I'm a I'm an Asian, but I'm a call. You're wow. an Indian right? of Cherokee and Choctaw. Anyway, uh, but see, we're all within the same species, Homo sapiens. So Darwin's theory of evolution is based on the concept of macro. This is the inference that small changes seen in adaptation can accumulate and lead to large changes over long periods of time. Right. Yeah. So like one kind of creature, such a reptile, a reptile can come and, and turn into like a bird, requiring the creation of an entirely new feature and new body type. This would be like observing a car going from zero to 60 in 60 seconds. And then inferring that that car can go 6,000 miles per hour in 100 minutes. Yeah. And then while it did that, it can become an airplane in the process. And so the argument with that is... It's illogical. The argument with that uh, to the pro-evolutionists is that these changes don't happen, you know, over time. And that's why that that's why the time span would be, you know, 63 million years. Over the, the span of three, 63 million years, this... this uh, fish right. turned into joey right? yeah right yeah. um and we didn't see it right and we didn't see it or we saw it if we were to look at at time you know at that scope then we would see these changes and that's that's that fish would jump to a salamander that salamander would jump to a komodo dragon and then and that the, would jump into crocodile yeah yeah and then keep on yeah. and then to a bird and, and then, then to velociraptor right well not only that but this is all based upon in a lot of my notes, they you know they go. It's based upon an old old world, essentially mm-hmm. an old Earth, and not only that, but it's based upon constants. So they're they're basically planning on the the few thousand years that we've been basically studying our Earth. They're planning on the Earth being the exact same, and it mm. has to be the exact same for this model to work. For this model to work. Mm. So for their for their what they see is the modern state of decay. Mm-hmm. Everything around us, all of the all the uh, you know scientists scientific constraints and stuff and stuff that we live in now, they take that model and then they expand it over how much time would it take in the given world that we live in for these things to happen. That's where they get that idea that this evolution takes thousands of thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of years. But it all goes off of the constraint that we live in now. So what throws right. a wrench into this plan is, especially being a creationist, is we don't we believe that the Earth was significantly different from what we have, what we live in now. I mean, there's there's a lot of evidence to that. But we'll get to that in my notes, man. You can continue on with yours. Well, um, I think that the essence of Darwinism basically lies in a single phrase that natural selection is the creative force of evolutionary change. Now, no one denies that selection will play a negative role in eliminating the unfit, but Darwinism, his theory requires that it creates the fit as well. So everything changes. Yeah. <clears throat> the natural selection. Um, I don't know if you want to hit um, radiometric dating or do you want to start at the top of your notes? Or even because that's my next uh, that's my next jumping point is radiometric dating. What is that? Let me see. <clears throat> well, basically, it's they they do dating that shows rocks that are millions of years old. Right. And does that work? No. 
because it requires the assumption about the content of the original rock and the decay rate in the past. And the Bible is clear about the earth's age. It's thousands of years, not yeah, millions. I don't believe that, though. You don't um, believe in thousands of years? No. Well, here's no. the thing. I'll prove you wrong. God took great care. Prove me right. I'm going to prove well, you I'm gonna wrong. Here, here I'll, I'll tell you. God took great care to include the necessary chronological mm-hmm. detail of the universe's creation. Okay. In six literal days, as well as the unbroken genealogy from Adam to Jesus. So he took very great care and to let you, the human that's here right now, to know there's, I have absolutely no doubt that the earth has only been around 6,000 years. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I disagree with that. Um, I disagree with that. I don't think it's thousands of years. Um, and Joey's going to... Joey's going to be here in a minute to um, change my mind, which is fine. Change my mind to that. Um, you said you believe in thousands of years? No, I don't believe that the earth is thousands of years. Okay. All right, okay. let me drop some. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down there, Tiger. We're talking about radiometric dating. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't date radios, so. Yeah. I'm going to just throw that out there. Yeah. Go ahead. TV killed the radio star, man. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what was I saying? Okay, yeah, I don't uh, think it's thousands of years. Okay, um, and yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say if you disagree with that, you're you're actually based. You're you're trying to get your thought process outside of the Word of God. Yeah. No, because the interpretation, because the a lot of people, a lot of lot of Christians interpret that creation was in seven days. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But there's a lot of Jewish scholars that don't. Yeah. Right. So it's not a matter of whether this is wrong or this is right. In my perspective, it's just that's not an essential thing for me. Yeah. Right. So it's that, I, I so choose so that's to not going to that break open. my faith. Yeah. <laughs> I, I choose to leave that open. Okay. Whether whether it was a thousand years or ten or million. million years, does it matter? Okay, well, it, um, uh, because if it's, well, let me, let me tell you, let me, well, I'll, I'll say it does matter. And I'll, and I'll read this to you um, because what we're talking about is radiometric dating. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason that it is contrary to scripture is because many geologists, they claim that the clocks, the radiometric clocks show that rock is millions of years old. However, to read billions. any clock, yeah, billions uh, to read any clock accurately, you have to know where the clock was set at the beginning, mm. at the very beginning. You have to know that. Yeah. Um, it's like making sure the hourglass clock, when you turn it over, that all the sand is at the top of the bowl before it starts. Right. So but, you have to make sure that is in place. So there's no geologist in present day that was present when the earth and all the rock layers were formed. Sure. But nobody. This is, this, we're going on side side topic here. But the, the reason, the, what I'm saying is this. Well, the reason I'm saying that is because they're saying it's millions, and we're saying there's no way you, you yeah, have no billions. you have yeah <laughs> billions millions. Um, what I'm saying is they think it's that way, so because it's contrary the- to scripture. So it's nice to lay that foundation to go. No, you can't because you weren't there. Right, but that's just saying like we don't know. Okay, here here's here's my okay. my argument, and then we can move on. Okay. Um. We, we know that the universe is millions of years old. The universe. Now, I'm not sp- saying. How do we know that? 
Light. I don't know that. Light. The constant of light. Yeah, light. We 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 know we know the mathematical mathematical equation to figure out the distance from one star to another. So if a star is millions of years of light uh, light years away, we can we can. There's a mathematical equation that is set up in the in the laws of physics to so we can determine that, and yeah, we can determine the speed of light, and we can determine the distance, and we can determine then we can determine the time. That's how we know the length. Or the time. Yeah, what you're saying is the galaxies that we can see because right. of the time that it takes right. for the light to hit us, we're seeing it's past. Right. That's so what he's saying. That, we're seeing yeah. past that's universe. That's something what it that looks we like. can't refute. That's we, we can't because just like if I turn the flash out on right now and hits that wall, we can calculate that. That's the same way we can do with the stars. Anyway, so to my point, my point is this: if we know how long the universe or the universe is roughly been around. I just don't think it was just sitting there without anything. I think the earth was created then. That's my opinion. Go, go Joey. All right. So back, back to you, Joey. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So one thing I want to hit on is, uh, don't hit me. Not you. Okay. So in order for, so basically one of the things I want to hit on is like the paradigm. So paradigm is basically the way that you are interpreting information is what a paradigm is. Okay. So if you are under the paradigm that there is, it is an old earth. Um, <clears throat> so this being the age of the earth and older view, the earth is estimated to be about 4.5 billion years old. Byron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, billion. Based on radiometric dating of rocks and minerals, the studies of earth geological, geological processes and evidence of the astronomy, right? That's what you're talking about. Right. The perspective aligns with a scientific consensus of the age of the universe, which is estimated to be approximately 13.8 billion years old, based on observations of cosmic microwave background radiation and expansion of the universe. Mm-hmm. Again, light of the stars. Um, old Earth proponents generally accept the theory of evolution as the best expe- uh, explanation for the diversity of light. Um, trying to skim through so we're getting through the nitty-gritty stuff here just nitty it uh and then the young earth view so that's personally what i have so i believe that the age of the earth is six to ten thousand years old uh young earth performance also argue for a younger universe typically less than ten thousand years old best on the similar similar text basically uh when we reject the theory of evolution okay so <clears throat> With that being said, those are the two views. So those those are the two ba- uh, paradigms that you know society is going to look through, whether that's young Earth, biblical, old Earth. biblical or scientific. Sure. sure. Okay. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> go into some of the science here from science websites. I believe in science on how basically carbon dating works and radiometric dating works, sure. and then we can talk about the faults in it. Okay. So we talked about radiometric dating. It's a fundamental method used to determine the age of rocks and min, uh, minerals. Most le- widely used radiometric dating method for the Earth is uranium lead da- uh, leaded dating. This technique involves measuring the ratio of is- uh, isotopes, uranium, and lead in certain minerals, such as zircon crystals found in the Earth crust by measuring the radioactive decay <laughs> of uran- uranium isotopes into le- lead isotopes. Sheesh! Scientists can calculate the age of the minerals and, by extension, the age of the Earth. Okay. No. Um, so. <laughs> can't. Right. I, right. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's accurate at all. Yeah. I don't think radioactive. It's all about the clock. Think. Okay. Yeah. So listen to this. Mm-hmm. So we, we've heard, a, I didn't know this until I started researching, but carbon dating is different than radiometric dating. Right. Okay. Uh, carbon dating is basically used in a nutshell for organic materials. That's going to be your bone, uh, tissues, 
uh, wood and charcoal, says right there. And it's only really, they say, quote, unquote, accurate for up to 50,000 years. Okay. Okay. So they're not able to really give us the age of anything beyond 50,000. 50,000. Yeah. So we're going back to that radiometric dating, which is basically assuming that, like I said earlier, that everything has been constant. Sure. For 13.8 billion years. Sure. Yeah. Okay. The rate of the clock. <clears throat> the rate of the clock. Everything yeah. has to Nothing say changed. Thing. Nothing changed, which is ridiculous. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. So. We don't know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean. Even, right. Even, the, even <laughs> the creation of the universe was was off of something completely random. And they're going to they're gonna try to say that after 13.8 billion years, nothing else random happened. Yeah. Then it was complete order. That it was complete sure. order from yeah. there. Doesn't make sense. Gotcha. It's ridiculous, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So what is carbon dating? Uh, like I said, it's a type of radiocarbon dating. It's only up to 50,000 years. Uh, carbon exists in three isotopic foams, C12, C13, and stable C14 being radioactive. But the one thing that I wanted to explain to you here is, is that um, when an organism dies, it's number three. When an organism dies, it stops taking in carbon, including C14. At this point, the radioactive C14 atoms within the tissues begin to decay into nitrogen at a known rate called the half-life. The half-life of C14 is approximately 5,730 years, which means that after this time, half of the C14 originally will be decayed. So, with that being said, all organic stuff after about 12,000 years will be gone. Sure. 100%. Right. Okay. We don't know. Right. We don't know anything <laughs> happens after that. Right. Correct. Yeah. 12, so they can't really use carbon dating beyond that point. Right. Okay. And if they find any tissue, mm-hmm. like there's been, and I've got, I've got a couple in my notes here. If they find tissue on a dinosaur bone uh-huh. and the, so the, I mean, obviously the argument that evolutions will, will say, or old earthers will say is, oh, that means that, you know, everything must've been perfect to, preserve this dinosaur bone. at that time yeah extended out from 12,000 years to the millions mm. no sure it's impossible it's, a, it's scientifically impossible well what so <laughs> why do you say or why do we say that but but aren't these scientists that are saying this yeah there's so there's why can't they go hey wait a minute that's scientifically impossible since i'm a scientist <laughs> there, there are some that are doing that yeah so but if you don't go but with how about and i'm talking about the ones that aren't saying it because if if there's a consensus, right? They of, just believe it. Where they're predominant not. scientists, then yeah, it's wow. it's considered. So they know. just believe it because there's a consensus, even though yeah, it's in that. their mind they're but like. But that's mm. that's a, that's with everything. Like for a long time, we thought the world was flat. round, <laughs> flat, <laughs> right? <laughs> Over all the flat earthers out there, and that was consensus, right? And then for the longest time, we thought that um, fluoride was good for your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's look, what, now that's what we talk. That's what we're talking about. Right now, now we're bathing in toxic so, waste. What you'll notice? Oh, and, and, and we use the sun. Wait a minute. We used to go around the sun. No, the sun used to go around the earth. Yeah, yeah. We believe that too. What you'll notice in a lot of this like scientific theory, yeah, is they will come up with a like I said a mental paradigm, and then they'll just come up with excuses on how to make that work. Oh, even though their own science. So they'll have a right, model, but they, whatever they come up has to fit in here. Yeah. So, okay. so I'll, I'll get to that. But okay. essentially, you know, you talk about the half-life of decay. You talk about, uh, you know, it's, it's breaking Wasn't down. Wasn't that a that. video game? Half-life? Probably. State yeah. of decay. Okay. <clears throat> State of decay. It was a fantastic game. So 
I touched on a little bit of carbon dating. Uh, there's been numerous times where it's been proven to uh, be inaccurate. It's just not a significant source of really dating anything. But the one that I bolded down there, um, I know I'm kind of hitting on dinosaurs a lot, but a lot I of like people this think. like this round of up there. Everyone tries to say dinosaurs are 13, I don't even know, 28 million years sure. old, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't even believe in dinosaurs, so. That. <laughs> well, what about the one that had the, the, it was embedded in the ember, it had the mosquito and had the blood of a dinosaur in it? That's Jurassic Park, bro. Oh, okay. It's That's a great movie. That's a great that. movie. Uh, radio that true. says that, okay, so this is another one that they, they quote unquote say proves carbon, carbon dating. Right? Okay. So radiocarbon is generally not used to date dinos, dinosaur fossils because they are typically considered to be much older, right? So oh, that, yeah. They're so working it's outside out of that the window. They're oh, working gotcha. out of that paradigm. Like, oh, no, this isn't the case, right? The range of carbon-14, which remember that carbon-14 only has 12,000. 12,000 yeah. years, right? So in some cases, reports of radiocarbon dating results on dinosaur bones have been published, suggesting ages much lower or much younger than expected. These results are often met with skepticism by the scientific community, of course, with concerns about contamination or analytical issues. So wow. again, they're met with a proof. They're like, no, we already know that the universe is 13.8 billion years old and dinosaurs are 28 million. So all of this facts that's coming out to the age of these things, it can't be true. That's oh, gotcha. Because they're working out of that paradigm. They got to fit in that model. They have to okay. fit it in their model of the old earth. Same thing with evolution. It's all based on constants. It's all based on everything being the same. This is the earth is this year, uh, this many years old. This will survive for that long. If, if, if like their constraints for there being tissue within bones is that, like I said, yeah, that's it weird. was preserved, right? And they have found tissue in bones? Yeah, I got it in there. Give us a second, dude. We'll what about, uh, have you ever heard these stories where somebody dug up some bones in the backyard they're like, oh, he's carbon dated. Yeah. And they found it was an old cow bone. Yeah. Cow bone. Just, huh? Have uh, you heard those stories? Yeah, I have. It's, it's, now that we're sidetracking, um, I'm going <laughs> to sidetrack too. Uh, did you know if you bury a relative, um, a close relative on your, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. On your property, you don't have to pay, what is it, proper, property tax? Right. Yeah. Because it's a funeral. Or it's it's a, a cemetery. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, Trump yeah. did Yeah. My guy, dude. With his ex-wife. Did he really? Yeah. On one of his properties. Nice, dude. I know. That's thinking ahead right there. Yeah. So, so they're anyway, find so those bones and find some tissue. I'm like, not saying go out and kill your any of your relatives so you get yeah, the property. That's property. What I, By that's the what way, that's where you went. Yeah. <laughs> my brain was like, I'm glad, you, like I'm glad you said that because my property taxes are outrageous. Unbelievable. Anyway. It's unreal. So, and they'll dig up those bones and say they were 14 million years old. So that, yeah, so that raised another question. So I was, again, in my notes, I said, scientists stick to the old earth due to the mental paradigm of the old earth. So they're, they're again, trying old. to fit it in. So with the given age of the dinosaurs being longer than 50,000 years in science, yeah. how do they date them? Because carbon dating doesn't work past sure. that point. Okay. So, and a bone is organic material. So how do they physically do that? So they, what they use is radiometric dating, which we've talked about before. So radiometric dating only works on rocks, right? So what you can see there is... Uh, this method is commonly used to date. So, okay, let me just read from the top. Dinosaur bones themselves do not contain radioactive isotopes suitable for radiometric dating because bones are primarily composed of minerals that do not undergo radioactive decay. However, the sedimentary rocks in the dinosaur fossils are found often contain volcanic ash or minerals that can be dated using radiometric techniques. 
So <clears throat> this method is commonly used to date volcanic rocks associated with dinosaur fossils. It measures the state of decay of potassium isotopes, the argon-40 isotopes, by dating the volcanic layers above and below the fossils. Scientists can estimate the age of the dinosaur remains. Okay. Okay. So th- remember that. That's they're they're aging the the um, the material around it, mm-hmm. the rocks, that sort of thing. Sure. The rocks are getting the bone. Age. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So gotcha. then I was like, hmm, interesting. Just like well, the amber. Sure. And the mosquito. Blood. Why don't we have? I mean, obviously there's not an influx of fossilization because fo- in order to create a fossil, there everything has to go perfectly. Okay. Literally everything. Um, I'll read something. And what you mean is, uh, uh, you're talking about a, a, a structure of a, a bone, a skeleton. Yeah. Like normal circumstances, like out in the cemetery, we go up and dig up a grave that's been there 200 years. There's going to be nothing in there. There's going to be nothing in there. But there is a gone. certain circumstance where that bone would be there. Yeah. And what is that? So. Wow. I know we're getting real nitty gritty. That okay. is a good question. The, the process of fossilization where organic materials are gradually replaced by minerals is extremely slow and can take a very long time. This time it takes for a fossil to form depends on various factors, including the type okay. of organism, environmental conditions, and the specific mineralization process. Here's a general idea of the time frames. Okay. So here's what is required for a fossil to be made. Okay. Here we go. When an organism dies, it needs to be quickly buried by sediments such as mud or sand sure. to protect okay. it from scavengers. <clears throat> Once buried, the soft tissues of the organism start to decay and my- microbial activity begins. During this stage, bone, shells, and other hard parts of the organism may retain intact, but the organic material is gradually broken down. This stage can last months to several years, right? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking, wow, the casket, we really did ourselves in, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We, <laughs> we did. ourselves in the mud. Um, yeah. No remains. No remains. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> After decomposition, decomposition, the mineralization process begins. Groundwater containing dissolved minerals, typically calcium, carbonate, or silica, percolates. I love that word. Percolates. Oh, yeah. I love a good percolator. Through, uh, through the sediments. <laughs> Give me some coffee. And starts to replace the original organic material with minerals. This process can be incredibly slow, taking thousands of years. Millions. Thousands to millions. Millions. Yeah, what a what a time separation there. <laughs> could take a month. It could take fifty billion. We don't know. Hey, when will you when will you be at the podcast? Somewhere could between. be five minutes or ten million years from now. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't even know. But I can tell you, you're going to have some decomposition. Um, yeah. So those are. I mean, we got more points than that. So sure. um Here, let me let me read. So I percolate. So when. I'm trying to, I'm reading over this. So you got five points of uh, fossilization. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, at what, because you have de- decomposition. Right. That means it's gone. Yep. According to the fossilization process, right? Well, well when did it come back and become, you know, I, I had dug up a dinosaur bone. When did it come back? No, that's yeah. talking about the organic material. So, oh, like okay. flesh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, y'all getting of off the bone. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Off the bone. Yeah, okay. So, just, number four is the things. complete fossilized. Yeah. So okay, I mean, gotcha. With that, the reason I I brought this up is because in order to create a fossil, uh-huh. there has to be an event that would create this fossil to happen. So the the main takeaway was number one was the initial burial. Burial. Okay. Uh, when an organism dies, it needs to be quickly buried by sediments such as mud or sand. So that's Just instantaneous. Fast. Instantaneous has to be buried. The flood. Exactly, bro. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> Pompeii. Think about that, though. Think yeah. about that. The flood. That was a How? that was a global catastrophe on this planet that is, you know, we have evidence for. Yeah, dude. And there's a lot of evidence for it. So for these dinosaurs to die, to start the beginning process of fossilization, there had to have been some sort of complete up upheaval of the earth, soil, sand, where all of these dinosaurs were buried at one point in time. Sure. Well, what, what about that? Uh, what, what would cause that? What about that one event? They said the uh, asteroid hit the Earth. I mean, and blew it all away. Armageddon. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> With Bruce Willis. Yes. Uh, how about how about that? Armageddon and Deep Impact came out at the same year. Wasn't that kind of weird? Yeah. But well, we got two movies about an asteroid coming, and both of them somebody had to go up and drill on it. Got to drill. Kind of weird. Drill it. Drill anyway. Boom. Blow it up. But that's their that's their theory of. Uh, that the that took out the dinosaurs. Yeah, that's right. Comet. Yeah. So my <laughs> was it a comet or an asteroid? asteroid? Same thing. <laughs> they're anyway. not. They're not. But but so would would that have done it? Because we're talking about the global flood as well. Global it, flood. It, there. I mean, there there had to have been something. Without like I said, again, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. So there was something. Something happened. Significant. Yeah. These things to happen. Now you throw in the fact that there's like sea animals on top of mountaintops fossilized. You what? throw in the fact, yeah, dude. Yeah, most of the sea animals are found on land. You're kidding. Dead sea I didn't know that. Fossilized up on land hmm. uh, in different and various Well, there's positions. your proof right there. Well, I mean, unless an asteroid flung unless. them out of the water, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Well, there's the flood right there. It died. Um, now, maybe both of them happened. Maybe there's a flood, an asteroid hit. I mean, it, who knows what yeah. the, that actually took uh, place. Yeah, I wasn't there. But here's here's one thing I want to say. Since what you're talking about is fossilized bones and something happened, like, we're finding bones. Are we finding human bones? Yeah. That yeah. are fossilized? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just, yeah. I just want to see it because I, I, see, I see Dr. Alan Grant out there uncovering the bones. And how do they know when they hit it? Like, oh, this is a dinosaur. Um, the oh, structure. This is a human. So yeah. they can tell by. So it's all intact all together. So actually, I was watching this documentary. It's on Netflix. Um, of they, course. <laughs> they just they just found um, this new tribe that they're cave dwellers. They're oh, they're somewhere in Africa, I believe, South Africa. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Okay, but it is in Africa, um, and they they were cave dwellers and. They were, this supposedly was a first human or uh-huh. human sapien or yeah, some homo- kind of evolved human. <laughs> okay, homo okay. Sapien. Right. Um, that had um, burials, had uh, the art of burials. Okay. Because before then they, you know, they would just... Be, people would just be dead, right? And they would just yeah. find them. There wouldn't be some kind of ritual. But, they would just leave them there? Yeah. Okay. But now they've they found these cave dwellers to have the have these remains in, like, these burial sites that looked like a ritual or a religious w- in a way, in, a, in some type of way. Some t- yeah, some type of ceremonial thing <laughs> and, that they put and in And so caves. the bones were super small, and they, they didn't resemble any human of... Now, right, okay. or within the last thirty, forty thousand years. Mm-hmm. Um, so supposedly they're they were the the less evolved um, type of. You said these bones were fossilized. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, and so that this it was very interesting because th- they found these bones and they were all intact. The s- skeletons were all intact. Really? Yeah, there were skeletons all intact, and that the. 
So I don't know. I don't. What I don't, was were, was was this like an excavation, and they found these inside of like a they like found a this mountain. So they found this cave, uh-huh. and they were like, oh yeah, this there was writings on the uh, cave writings and all that stuff that you usually find when you find caves because yeah. you know when you go down the branch and that's what you find, right? Right. There's a cavern. <laughs> you got to see right. the cavern. And so they started to excavate, looks looks more, and then they found these remains, and then they kept on finding some more and more, some more, and then they found a burial site, and they're like, well, they thought. Is this a burial site? Because this is interesting. Yeah, and then they've been digging. I think Did, uh, when you watched it, w- were they like out exposed or were they like inside the rock, fossilized? They were exposed. Really? Like yeah. just late? I see, I'm whoa, trying, whoa, wait, some were exposed and some were not. I'm tr- I'm trying to fit what you what you saw into what Joey just yeah, read. Yeah, some about were this. exposed and some were not. Some were fossilized. Uh, I would say most, I most to say of them were fossilized, and the other ones were not. And they're dating these forty thousand years old. I'm just that's that's an arbitrary number. I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just it, it was it was a while ago. I don't know the exact dates. Right. When I, was I, trying I to, didn't finish the documentary. Yeah, because it was uh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, because oh, this show's boring. So. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was no, it was good. It just they they. That's interesting because I, I was man, trying they, to fit what you said, like what he all the things that had to happen yeah. for for those bones to, for them to find them. Let me f- continue, guys, and let me okay. see if I can find <laughs> yeah, that in the name of the show. Pull it up. Let's see. I mean, but yeah, if it falls into those categories, bro. I like I what mean, you wrote it's here. A, it's a rare event. It is a rare event. Fossilization <laughs> is a rare event. It is a rare event for sure. Um. So. We we kind of talked uh, about a little bit of like the you you talked about briefly of like the uh, you know evolution and yeah kind of kind of where they're coming from the yeah. gaps of like species right so everyone's trying to find the missing link oh yeah that that human, half monkey dude yeah between human and ape everyone's yeah. like we got to find this there's it's somewhere yeah if that's the key there should be one walking around right now somewhere <laughs> unless it's bigfoot I'm just right kidding. or or there should be a whole gr- group of people that yeah. are like oh that guy's still evolving check look at that yeah he's he's but that doesn't keep exist. going you're gonna make it and on top of that too it's not just humans that there's a missing link it's every single species there's a missing link between the other okay so it's like again working out of the paradigm there's no connections between any one of the species together. Okay. Missing links everywhere. It's not just humans. So because they, oh, you got something? Yeah, so it's called uh, Unknown Cave of Bones, and it's a paleoanthropologist. His name's Lee Berger in South Africa. He has, him and his team proved that the world's oldest graveyard is found, and it's not human. Oh, ancient aliens. No, it's human, but it's, oh. not, of, it's not a human sapien. It's what? New, it's, an, it's supposed to be an evol- or a less evolved form. So they found the f- the first less evolved human uh-huh. doing burial ritual rituals in this cave. So I don't I don't know all the types of the less evolved. Is that the form. missing link? No. Like oh okay. You know those I don't know what are they called I don't know what they call Homo sapiens. Yeah, but there's a less evolved. Ver- you know, there's in the evolution timeline. There's a less evolved. Version of us and the less evolved version oh. of that one and less evolved version homosexuals. of homosexuals. <laughs> There's homosexuals. What? Homosexuals. So yeah. So anyway, it's what it's called, uh, unknown cave of bones. Uh, okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I mean, they have just to, just to see. And I was right; it was South Africa. They have schools in Neanderthals and stuff. Oh yeah, well the big long thing. Yeah, they got like shorter foreheads. I mean that sort of thing. They find other bones of human beings. 
So there's there's definitely other types of humans out there. I mean, that's just. But again, that that it's the kind. So it's yeah. the kind. It's it it stayed kind. in that kind, just like the Chihuahua and the Great Dane. Yeah, Lee Berger and his world and finds the world's oldest graveyard, and it's not human. Him and his team can prove that ancient, small-brained ape-like creature practice co- complex burial rituals. It will change everything we know about the humanoid um, or the hominoid evolution and the origins of belief. So right there, he's saying that is the missing link. Because he's saying they're ape-like. Yeah. This the it's this is what they so it, it's a very interesting that documentary interesting. because they were trying to they were trying to prove evolution. Yeah. But and show right. show how the how even those less evolved hominoid ape-like people were trying to get to humans to this stage that we're at. And they could show even at those those ape like, um, ape like versions of us, they were still trying to be religious and ritualistic in their ways, and that's kind of their way of saying, "Look, religion isn't a real thing." Isn't that's, the way, yeah. right? <clears throat> it's been it's been thought about since they were ape like creatures. So how does he know that this all like what was his proof? it was big leaps. <laughs> they took big leaps. Oh really? Yeah, you got to watch it. The big leaps and I'm like, ah, I don't know. Uh, well, I that's see, that's I see my question you're... is like how does he know one the ritualistic I mean, what is why how does he think it's ritualistic burial? Because the way the graves were set in that specific cave. Yeah. Um and then they they correspond with the cave writings or lack thereof. Yeah, uh, they were just oh, like there would be the here lies Billy Joel. Sure, in oh, some, Billy Joel. But it, it 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 was like a drawing of. So a, he's drawing con- he's drawing then, conclusions right, and based on leaps. the evidence he sees now that he didn't observe. Yeah, and the, and the way the the way the skeletons were placed in the specific site mm-hmm. and nowhere else, and how they had to get these these skeletons there. You would like, let's say you you were working for the mob, right? Yeah. And yeah. the mob had a specific gravesite where they threw everybody in, right? After they whacked them, yeah, yeah. So you so would Jimmy see just a, a pile of bones, yeah. right? Um, there. But if there was somebody that was putting a graveyard, you'd see there would be structure. Yeah, right? you'd see every yeah. Every and so that's how it was. Part, there yeah. was structure. Hmm. Um, but interesting. interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting. I see. I see what you're saying though. By that model, yeah, they they have to be like this guy. So in his mind, he's like, "There's no way I believe in the biblical worldview. Right. Right. I believe in this over here. Therefore, I'm going to search yep. until I die for confirmation that type bias. of stuff that yeah. will fit into my my yeah. my it's, model. It's confirmation and bias. Then he's we dating all do it. it. Yeah. He's <laughs> dating again, carbon dating, forty thousand years, whatever the age was, blah 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 blah, which, like I said earlier, is proven inaccurate. So, it's all speculation, man. Carbon dating's been proven to be wildly wrong. Let me read one of these. It's very strange that they, in the scientific community, and there's probably splits in in the community. That's why they're they're all theories. And that's why they can label it theories, because it's not concrete, and they can't say it's concrete, so therefore they say it's theory. Yeah, but then it's being taught like it's fact. That's that's weird. Yeah. That's very strange. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, like... I don't know. Like I said, man, it's all, it's all, it's all relative. It's all some kind of game. (laughs) The paradigm of how you look, interpret information changes everything. Sure. Absolutely. Everything. So, uh, I'm going to hit on that. Like, uh, my, my last point 
what you just said, the interpretation. So I want to talk briefly, um, like I was about to get into the gaps of the fossil record. So we were talking about the missing links. Yeah. So from a biblical perspective, God created all forms in a relatively short period described in Genesis. Each spe- uh, species are created after its kind, and these distinct kinds do not transition into one another over time. So, right. so far, that is more factual than evolution. We can prove that. Right. There's proof of that. Uh, yeah, we can observe that today. <laughs> uh, proponents of a biblical worldview argue that the lack of clear transitional forms and fossil record aligns with the biblical account of separate creation events for different kinds of organisms. In this view, each kind was created distinct from the others, and there should be no expectation of finding transitional fossils between them. Mm. <clears throat> Uh, instead of viewing the stasis of species in the fossil record as evidence of evolutional stalling, proponents of biblical creation see it as evidence of design and stability of each created kind. Each kind was designed to be well-suited to its environment and has remained relatively unchanged since its creation, (coughs) other than what we spoke about of selective evolution, basically. Um. Yeah, so some proponents argue the rapid burial of organisms during catastrophic events, such as the global flood described in the Bible, could explain the sudden appearance of diverse life forms in the fossil record during the Cambrian explosion. They suggest that the floodwaters and sediment deposit deposition were responsible for preserving the organisms as fossils, which I am 100% behind. So uh, <coughs> to kind of go into more of the creationist side... Um, there is a few, like I said, we we there's scientists that have found tissues. There is proof of of some sort of you know there's there's proof for a flood. Now a global flood, yeah. There's proof for a global fl- flood. You can see the same like rock structures on one side of the earth and the other side of the earth. Okay, so there's a there's a documentary, and all of our listeners, I suggest listening to it, especially if you're a creationist. I honestly was not. Until I saw this film. Oh, really? This, I need to check this, this out. Ch- this changed <clears throat> everything for me. Because they go into every aspect of science and just logically tear it down. So the, the documentary is called is Genesis History. So it's, docu- it's a documentary film released in 2017, directed by Thomas Purifoy Jr. Uh, in this film, it explores the topic of creationism and his- historicity. Oh, I can't even speak of the book of Genesis from a scientific and biblical perspective. The documentary features interviews with scientists, theologians, scholars who presented arguments in favor of literal interpretation of Genesis, particularly focused on the creation account and the global flood, flood described in the Bible. So let's go into some of those. Um, one of the doctors on there, Dr. Andrew Snelling, uh, he discusses the presence of polystrate fossils, which are fossils that extend through multiple layers of sedimentary rock. He argues that these fossils provide evidence of rapid deposition, as it would be highly unlikely for a tree, for example, to remain upright and gradually fossilize over millions of years. So with that, with that being said, from Old Earth view, the layers that we see on the Earth all happens over millions of years. Okay, Correct. right. Uh, yeah. For a, a <clears throat> section of Earth to build up two feet, according to Old Earth view, if we're sticking with the constants that we have now, would take thousands of years to build up. To build up, okay. That's a few feet. How tall is a tree? A hundred feet. Uh, sure. One hundred and fifty feet. Yeah, it ranges. So, what he is saying is like 
there's a tree they and this is all most of the stuff that they they talk about the Grand Canyon's basically our best proof for one a global fl- flood and two sure. for the age of the earth. Yeah. So this is in the Grand Canyon. You can see this stuff. What you'll see is there is uh, <clears throat> sections of rock that are basically built on itself, and <clears throat> it's built on itself depending on the weight of the mud or debris and stuff like that. So obviously the heavier stuff's going to sink to the bottom. And as it gets lighter and lighter and lighter, it's going to build up to the top. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. There's the Grand Canyon and then there's someone somewhere over in Australia showing the same signs, the signs of basically a lot of water running through this area instantaneously proving basically some sort of global flood. And not only, not only the Grand Canyon <clears throat> and that cave you described in Australia or that, um, the Canyon, but all the caves, yeah. All the caves. All the caves. Really? Every single cave. Has so that same thing? The concept of gotcha. the reason why the cave structures are formed this way and the specific minerals and rocks that are found in caves because of the erosion of the water to yeah. create these caves. And if you find these caves on land, let's say the most complex cave system is in uh, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. These are the reasons why. What yeah. you just described. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, and okay. again, looking from the old Earth paradigm, they would say that there was a little bit of water running through this over millions of years. Mm-hmm. But the tree, you know, fossils being stuck in between quote unquote sedimentary layers that took millions of years to happen, this is all disproving that. What it looks to me, and what all this film is basically proving, is that this was a large scale flood event that happened instantaneously. Burying everything, tearing the ground up. I mean, quote unquote, everything required to have a fossil, a flood of a massive proportion would do that. Oh, okay. It would take, gotcha. it would take ocean animals, put them on mountains. Instant would, death. Instant death. It would, it would literally, I mean, it's like the whole earth was just churning and everything was just getting spit out and thrown everywhere. I mean, it was probably a horrific sight, dude. It probably was. I would thrive there. Um, hey, yeah. that's a great point because. We should see thousands mm-hmm. of human fossils because there was only one family on the ark that yeah. survived. Yeah. Right? All those people on the earth died instantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if they had to have those, those, maybe the conditions weren't all there. Maybe yeah. somebody just drowned and was floating. That, that wouldn't have fossilized. They would have had to. They would have had to probably get slammed into a mountain, covered up very quickly, mm-hmm. inside the mountain, all the mud, the minerals, and then the fossilization. Fossilization. Where's Where's Rachel? Well, and then you think about you think about the weight of an, a dinosaur as well. I mean, a dinosaur. Bones, yeah, just getting. Those, <laughs> they're going to sink to the bottom. Human beings, we're we're buoyant. We'll float to the top. I mean, we're getting churned around, slammed into stuff. Most of the people probably slowly drowned as they are trying to swim up to. The earth's surface or the top yeah, of the water. Yeah, climbing up into a tree. Yeah, climbing up into the tree. So you can, I mean, a lot of that can be How explained. crazy was that? Dude, I would have been nuts, bro. They said that the there there was a, uh, some scholars believe that there was like a, uh, what do they, what do they call it? Over the earth. Um, a firmament. Firmament over the earth. What I well, it says it says that in Genesis. It does. Okay, but so the waters of the deep <laughs> burst up from the, the crust of the earth and broke the firmament. Mm-hmm. And that's where the rain came from. <laughs> And they've never seen, they never saw rain before that point. Mm-hmm. I believe that the firmament is the hole in the ozone. And I, don't have I believe any, that too. I don't have any scientific proof for that, but it makes the most sense. But think about this. <laughs> you said, where is everybody in? Yeah, all those fossils. Right. 
But now think about that. Now you're, and you said you, no, no one in his family were the only ones on the on the boat, correct? <clears throat> right. right. Now put yourself in that in those shoes. No shoes. One? Noah. Okay. Right. All you're hearing from the outside are screams and people banging on on your uh, on your ship. Let us yeah. in, please, please help us. Yeah. Kids wailing. Mothers wailing, yeah, just screaming because they want they want help, and they people have been they see people dying and drowning. Yeah, right. And what would you like? You would put yourself in those uh, those shoes, like Dang, I, I can't. Well, I, I, wish well. I told you, y'all laughed at <laughs> yeah, me for I mean, years. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't sail know. forward. It was a. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was a crazy thing. <laughs> well, you couldn't do anything because God shut the door. Yeah, yeah, it was done, bro. It was welded. It was done. You think God had like laser eyes and shut it up? I don't That's know. a little sacramental. It's kind of crazy to think about, though. I mean, I, I visualize that event a lot. Because, I mean, it was designed. One of the things it says in the documentaries, it was designed to kill everything. The flood? The flood. Everything. The stuff <clears throat> under the ocean, on the land. Really? Yeah, dude. It murdered I thought all everybody. the fish. I thought all the fish made it. No. How is that possible? Like sharks and stuff. They how does it, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch the... the how yeah, I'll have flood, to watch... How well, does a flood kill the stuff underwater? Well, the, well sure. They're yeah. already underwater. Well, think about it, dude. Okay. Where did all the waters go? Where did it go? Yeah. Uh, did they seep into the earth? Uh, it evaporated. It evaporated? You mean I'm after sure. the 40 days? I'm sure some of I'm it I'm sure evaporated. it like va- evaporated and like went down. You're, you're, what are, what's you're, your you're theory? Talk, they're, they're saying that the mountains were covered with water. So yeah. we're talking hundreds of billions of gallons of water. Right. Hundreds of billions of gallons. That is strange to think about that there was like this massive amount of water. water Kevin Costner. Just, yeah, yeah, but not even that. You're, you're not even seeing land. It's just this massive water covering the entire globe, like this big ball of water. Yeah. Is How it, do, isn't that Neptune? No. Neptune's just water. And yeah, so what are you saying? How did it go away? The Here's how it went away. Okay. The earth, so Pangea, the earth oh, opened. Yeah. It sucked down into the oh, earth. Oh, the Mariana Trench. It sucked down into the earth. All of the sea creatures, everything pulled down like they're going down a drain, dude. Sucked down into it. Oh, okay, could, so that, and that's when the continents, uh, continents split up mm-hmm. and, and they are like they are today. <laughs> Which explains a so lot the Mariana of like Trench, a, the Meg, got get the Meg got down there, that big shark. Which again leads to like the center, you know, Hollow Earth, you know, right? What kind of creepy stuff is living down there, bro? What that's interesting that the water seeped down there, and think about when the water hit all that that hot magma, mm-hmm. the steam, yeah, fossilized, bro, just immediately, <laughs> just yeah, all the events are there, so. Real quick, so we talked about large, large flood event, uh, the sediment layers, <laughs> all that stuff. Here's the big takeaway. Here's okay. what blew my mind, right? Dr. Marcus Ross, paleontologist, right? Okay. He found soft tissue in dinosaur fossils. Soft tissue. tissue. Soft tissue? Discusses the discovery of soft tissue and remnants of some dinosaur fossils, such as preserved blood vessels and cells. He argues the presence of the such delicate structures challenges the conventional understanding of fossilization, <clears throat> which typically involves the replacement of organic material with minerals over long periods of time. So remember what we read right, before. Right, right, right. 12,000 years yeah. is what it takes for tissues to be completely gone. Decayed, yeah. Completely gone. So that right there is the smoking gun. If he's finding... So yes, you can... So scientists... 
this caused a lot. But of that's on the assumption that the fossil that they found was um, a dinosaur. Correct. It was a dinosaur. So that's that, that's under the assumption that that fossil they found was a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know that? Because it was it was a part of a triceratops uh, horn, um, which they uncovered the entire triceratops <laughs> face and no, horn. Oh, they did. No. Yeah, they did. Stop what it. if it was like a rhino? <laughs> I don't believe any of that, man. <laughs> None of that. See? Triceratops, bro. You're trying to fit it in your own paradigm, <laughs> bro. No, you just no, wait a minute. Man. You just talked about the Earth opening up and going into the middle of the Earth, and you're saying that mine is whack. No wait a minute. Way. Wait a minute. Wait. No, let me. Let's think about it logically. Did, did, so you're saying gone? is this is this on the documentary? Is on the documentary. The Triceratops. Okay, yeah, I gotta go find. I gotta horn. watch this. It's a big horn which he, like I said, he broke it down. He pulled tissue. You can visibly see him pulling the tissue apart. He's like, this is still pliable. If this is fifty or whatever, sixty-eight million years old. This tissue would be absolutely obliterated. Gone. I don't so, believe him. So scientists with old <laughs> earth view, with old earth view would say, oh, conditions must have been perfect to preserve this tissue. To preserve that for millions of years. For millions yeah. of years. It was, he found it in the middle of a desert, bro. Was he? Triceratops? Yeah. All I right. gotta, I gotta go watch Jason this. Jason doesn't believe. Bro, hey. I don't believe in dinosaurs like that, dude. <laughs> I just don't, man. I don't know, You believe man. they make the bones up to see, to, to think what you want, think they look like? Or are they actually intact bones laying in the earth like you always see? Uh, I thought they put the bones together and go, oh, here's what this thing must have looked like. Yeah. Is that the way they do it? Sometimes. So, most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Most of the time, the, they'll find a fragment and be like, well, this is a... Well, this, this is the so favorite bone. Okay, so this if I, they find somebody's clavicle, right? A portion of the clavicle, let's say a rib, and then your pelvis, right? Then they can, they can reconstruct. They can hypothesize a reconstruction Because of, they've seen you. Right, because of the dimensions of the pelvis, your clavicle, right? They can okay. do the, the, the width of your the shoulder width. They can do they can now do the dimensions of your of your of your height, right? Your width, and then you have a pelvis. And let's say they find something because they observed a, a, what a skeleton right. looks like in today's world, right? So, with that being said, we we've never know. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, that's a great point. We've yeah. never seen it, dude. I mean, what's the deal with the dinosaurs? Why do you think they're why, why is it not okay to have dinosaurs? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, why is it not okay? Why are you so against it? Dude, <laughs> all these... Okay, so you're, te- so you're telling me that all... <laughs> so, they are real, man. <laughs> no, you're telling me all these, these four-legged, two-legged reptiles that are behemoth animals yeah. are roaming about on Earth. Yeah. And... All different types, from flying to under the ocean, yeah, to all meat eaters, yeah. plant eaters, right, yeah. and they just are coexisting with with humans. humans. Listen, and then bro. and then, dude, have says, you seen Jurassic Park? Listen. That doesn't go then, well. Let me explain something. And then to you me. build a boat and say, "Let's kill all these things." Let me explain something. To okay, you. go ahead. Let's go back to the Nephilim episode, right? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Let's yeah. take a travel back. Let's okay, go, let's back. go back, back in time. Did, we're changing DNA. We're having what sex were with these? Humans. What were these little buggers doing when they came down here, bro? Who? They're the fallen angels. Oh, yeah. They were, let's destroy the image. They're defiling the image of creation completely. Okay. Completely. From, sure. From, from sure, everything. Yeah. Like Jacob said in the episode, you, you go in this camp, there's giants in this camp, you need to destroy everything. Men, women, children, animal, kill them all. All. Everything. I get that, but just... <clears throat> So that that. So what are you saying about the dinosaurs? How are you? Well, he's saying that they kind of mutated the dinosaurs. 
or mm-hmm. mutated animals, and then that's how dinosaurs became. That's mm-hmm. your that's your theory. That's my theory. But if that's the case, that's then why did they do it specifically with reptiles? Why didn't they do it with I don't know birds, uh, birds or or the cat? It, thank you. They did. That's what I'm saying. They're I mean they're finding feathers on dinosaurs now. Okay, right? but so cat, cat, dogs, same thing. Who knows? But Who we knows? we so so we're saying that we've only found evidence of this abomination that's been created quote-unquote dinosaurs but we haven't found they were like you know what i don't want to have sex with that cat that's right, too that's too far let's bring it back to let's bring it back to genesis bro what was satan categorized on a reptile bro a serpent sure yeah <clears throat> so you, when i we'll get we'll talk about more about <laughs> genesis we're getting out we're getting some theories out. <laughs> yeah <'cause> we're, <laughs> we're, when we talk about genesis we have to read in the light of the context that it was written it's an <clears throat> allegorical type of literature Right. That's the how that's, that's how the, I've heard. Yes. That's how the Jewish <clears throat> that's the writer, whoever it was. That's how that was written. And what that's do you mean? explain the, that to me. The type of um, of writing it was. Right. We'll go into more detail after the show and we'll, I'll explain <laughs> to you. Because that's <laughs> sure, the, sure, sure, but sure. Anyway, that needs to be a show. It does need to be a show. So a lot of people take it literally, but it's a type of 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 literature that needs to be written. So, for example, if I write a poem, you're not going to read it like, like it's if it's a, um, a historical event, right? Okay, right. I disagree, 100. percent Sure, and that's fine. You can disagree. <laughs> well, it actually one of the one of the guys they have a guy on here that talks about he's a he's a biblical scholar and also he reads Hebrew 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 Hebrew, and uh, he explained to us basically in the documentary that it is written as if this happens. And that's why it's written the way that it is. It's because it's this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. It's all written literally. But that's Hebrew. but that's not the, how the Jewish that's not the, how the Jewish people told stories. They didn't tell stories of, of like literally this, this, and this. They were stored just like how every culture tells stories. They tell yeah. it in that way. Like here's an event that happened, but not as. Point A, point B, point you know C. They didn't because the genealogy was written in that same way. The genealogy. This guy begot yeah. that guy. That guy begot that dude. It's a list. Right, yeah. but that's a that's a different that's a different type of literature though. I don't know, man. You have to. Okay, so after the show, I'll I'll refer you guys to a specific um, documentary or book that will. Um, Help you guys understand. Oh. <laughs> I Thank hope you, we, sir. hope you'll see the light. Uh, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, if I listen, I'm stubborn, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, man. But from everything that I've read, the book itself, especially Genesis, is written in a form that it's listing a sequence of events out as they happen. Yeah, I get that. Maybe we need to do another episode. On yeah, that we'll one. do we'll do one called the Genesis Effect. That'll be a that'll be a hot topic. Well, like Me and that, Jason man. are about to get. And that's a fine, and that's fine. And I don't think it is, is. I think at this point, like you said, it's not going to, it doesn't upset my belief in the eternal savior that is going to put me with my, my creator. Right. That those things are like, but it's just something that you go. And we both could be wrong. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I think that's more, I, more I, than more of the, I, I think, yeah, we're just <laughs> three weirdos on no, the mic. Yeah. Know? Three. I, I think what it boils down to for me is I have to have solidly something that I can say, this is what I believe in. 
You and, to, and it can't be. You got to have a creed, bro. It can't be. This is what I believe in. Oh, wait a minute. What's, wait a minute. Wait, what? Wait. Because if that is it's just shattered and I, I have nothing to stand on. Yeah. And I, I have to have something to stand on. The only thing you have to stand on is one thing and one thing only, what? baby. That's the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Everything. No, seriously. I'm, I'm, yeah, that's right. I'm going through a, that's a, a phase where a lot of my ideas are getting challenged, <laughs> right? And a lot of my my structure and my faith is getting challenged and stretched and pulled. And I had, I believe God gave me a, an illumination the other not, a couple months ago that Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't matter <clears throat> as long as you believe in the one thing that matters me Jesus. and that's him. Yeah. That's exactly. That, and, and, I mean, that's and, what, and, that's what it and all I go back And I, and I say that, and then I was uh, reminded, do you think the, the thief on the cross knew about creation? No. Yeah. How about, yeah. The, did, yeah. How about that theology? The three, yeah. Did he know about the three points of, um, you know, no, yeah. no, he didn't. All he said is, he said, remember me. Yeah, remember when you go into paradise. Remember today. me. And I agree I agree with you. I mean, it's it ultimately making it in heaven. You sure. know, you trust yeah. in Jesus and you go. But these things that we talk about today, you know, this kind of goes uh, with our last episode, man. Mm-hmm. It's the war on education. It's like a lot of people will take creation, the look of creation, like even me until recent years. A six day creation. I'm like those guys are stupid, you know. And yeah, what it is, that work? What it is ultimately yeah. is it's an attack on what the word says, because the word uh, that's says a, that's the ultimate thing is the, it's the word of God. Yeah, yeah. So like whether you interpret a six day creation, it's like ultimately what you're doing is you're trying to like you said you don't you don't you're not you're not reading Genesis in a list, but ultimately what you're trying to do is you're trying to fit scripture into the world's view. We're doing, you're doing the same thing as a scientist. You're saying, this is what the world says happens. This is what the Bible says happens. How do I fit the Bible into the world? Does that make sense? Yeah, but yeah, the, I mean, but everybody does mysteries. that. So for example, anybody that, in, that reads the Bible, anybody that reads the Torah, anybody that reads any biblical literature, they, they're still, they are still doing that. They're still putting, they're reading it in the lens of which they see it, yeah. right? And so people, biblical scholars that have interpreted over m- millions, not millions, I'm sorry, <laughs> thousands of years, Fossils. thousands of years has done, have done the same thing. Yes. So when we, when we, when we continue on, let's say for Catholicism, right? Yeah. They have a specific interpretation, right? So do fundamentalists, right? So do uh, people. Calvinism. That, yes. They, Armenian. We all, we all do. So we all come in this preconceived notion, whether we say. We can't sit here and say, hey, you know what? I'm completely unbiased. That's a load because it's not true yeah. because we all c- come from different backgrounds, different different um, teachings, all, all these things. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's a farce to say, hey, you know what? The way I'm interpreting is the correct way. There is a consensus amongst Christians that believe certain things like the fundamental, uh, you know, biblical truths, right? Yeah. 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 Those are things that I that we could say, you know what? If 7,000 different Christians come out with the same thing, right? And the same interpretation yeah. and come in agreement, that makes, that is a, something we can be like, yeah, that's true. Right. But if there's these differences in, in, in interpreting. Yeah. Aspects, <clears throat> so the deal is aspects of creations, the Nephilim, those things that are like pre Genesis six, all of these things, like you said, they don't matter to the grand scheme because we weren't there. So that the issue is, is like, 
sticking to one side, the old earth of the creation side, there is really ultimately, like my goal today was to just show people that there is another side and that there sure. is there is problems in the old earth side. There's a lot of them. Oh, I, would yeah, say, I would say consistently that the creation idea, there's more proof for creationism. For creationism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which goes against everything kids are taught in school. Uh, it's what they're continuing to teach. It's this this old wor- world paradigm where this goes against that. Now, like I said, as far as like Christianity goes, it's not going to change anything. Right, ultimately. Yeah. There's like this, this is all speculation here because no one was no one was there. I wasn't there at the creation time. Adam was. God was. Yeah, Jesus was. Jesus was there. Yeah, he said he was the word. He was the word, dude. He created everything. So and nobody, yeah, nobody created anything but but him. But am I? Is this going to be the hill that I die on? Sure. Absolutely <clears> not. If <throat> I get to heaven and God's like, "Hey, dude, it's actually thirteen point eight billion years old," I'm not going to be like, "All right, send me to hell. I'm out of here. This and place yeah, sucks." Hey, what was over the six days thing? <laughs> I was joking around. Yeah, it's actually you know, one day. <laughs> He's going to say you thought one day was the same day for you and me. What are you talking? What? No, dude, I'm God. Um, control time. So let's. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna close with this. Close Come on up, here. Tina. Um, <laughs> Play us a little diddle on the piano. Who, who has the most evidence, creationist or evolutionist? Creationist. Okay, so this is an ongoing war between creation and evolution. Christians are always looking for the, quote, strongest evidence for creation, wanting to have, quote, our facts and evidence to counter theirs. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. However, it's not a matter of evidence versus ours and theirs because all the evidence is interpreted. And all the scientists actually have all the same observations and the same data available. Creationists and evolutionists, Christians, non-Christians, all have the same evidence and the same facts. Nobody has anything different. Think about it. We all have the same earth. We all have the same layers. We All the same animals, all the same plants, the stars, the facts are all the same. The difference is the way we interpret the facts. Paradigm, baby. And... Why do we interpret facts differently? Well, it's because we start with different presuppositions or starting points. All right. So then once you have a presupposition, that becomes the basis for other conclusions. Right. All the reasoning is based on presupposition. This becomes especially relevant when you're dealing with past events. So it's not a battle of sorting out different evidences. It's really a battle over the same evidence. The difference is whose interpretation you're going to trust. Will you start with an all-knowing God who's always been there, created everything, and cannot lie? Or would you dare start with a fallible idea about the past from sinful men who were not there? Yeah. Boom. Hmm. I think that... Genesis.org. Yeah, and that's where basically most of our... uh, most of my research, and I think yours too, Answers in Genesis, that is a great resource to go to. I mean, they have tons of articles about the old earth, not the old earth, about about just holes, 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 and all the evidence yeah. Yeah. and the facts. Like like I said, it's all the same. It's it's about the presupposition. Mm-hmm. If you st- And that's why I said I have to have something to stand on. Sure. If that's my starting point, if somebody comes at me and goes, <clears throat> well... Here's my starting point. We can't even have a conversation because we're not even talking about the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just right. like a abo- just like abortion. If somebody comes to me and they say, "Well, life begins when the head comes out of the vagina," mm-hmm. we can't even talk about this because we have. I, I believe it's at conception. 
Yeah. So we can't even have a conversation. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. all about the starting point. Anyway. I, I yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Anyway. Wow. Well, that was a good one. We got into it, man. Yeah, that was a was, good one. I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> my hands are sweating. Dude. <laughs> I gotta kick my shoes off again. Oh my gosh. Uh that was uh evolution versus creationists. Of course, all the um, resource notes will be on our blog. You can visit our website on bottomofthat.com and we'll have our show notes and resource material. And from there, you can find us also all of our social media platforms as well, like Instagram, Facebook, and X, aka Twitter. If you're listening on YouTube, which we haven't got a strike so far. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, the second strike dropped off, so we're down to one strike now. So we have another 90 days before we get, you know, but, but we're close. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, Rumble or BitChute, and you like this episode, do me a favor. Like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. That's how you get the algorithm of those videos served up to other people that want to hear weird ideas like we're talking about on the show. If you're listening on any other podcasting platform, please follow, turn on notifications so you never miss when we publish an episode. I wanted to say this. Since we started the show, I am flabbergasted. I wonder if that's the right word. We almost have 400 followers on Spotify. Wow. Just Spotify. Wow. That's somebody that has, has looked at the Spotify mobile app and said, hey, I like this show. I clicked follow. I clicked the bell. So every Friday I get a notification yeah. that these guys are on the air and ready to talk about weird stuff. That's awesome. Dude. I'm flabbergasted by that. I thank you for all the support. Yeah, <clears throat> seriously, guys. And for all you creationists out there, um, I hope you liked this episode. But if you did not, I thank you for listening this long. And I want you to turn, tune in next week. You might hear Joey say this. Uh, Spamoni. Oh, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>